Welcome to Made for More podcast, where faith and personal growth converge. I'm Julia, and I'm honored to guide you on a journey of empowerment and transformation alongside our occasional co-host, Omar. We are passionate believers and advocates for unlocking your God-given full potential. Join us as we explore the intersection of faith, life, business, and relationships, igniting a fire within to embrace the truth that your life is destined for greatness. Together, we'll uncover strategies, insights, and stories that inspire and equip you to become the best version of yourself. Get ready to embark on a fulfilling quest towards personal and professional fulfillment, guided by faith and the unwavering belief that you, my friend, are made for more. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. This conversation today is actually about how to have hard conversations. Um, hard conversations have to happen um, in life in general. Um, it could be business related, but it also can be um, family related. It can be friendship related, relationship related, work life related. If it's not a business, like in education, I have to have hard conversations um, with teachers. It's not fun, right? As even though I am um, often blunt or direct or straightforward, I don't like to like beat around the bush. Um, when people text me like, hey, can I ask you something? I'm like, why didn't you just ask me? Like, I don't, sometimes I don't even, I just cut all that out and I just like go straight for what I am saying. And I'm like, oh yeah, good morning. Or, oh yeah, like, how are you doing? That sometimes is how straightforward I am when I'm talking to people. Um, but with that, that doesn't mean that having hard conversations come easy. They're still hard. Like they're called hard conversations, right? So <clears throat> how have I gotten better at this through the years? Um, it's something that I think you have to practice. You have to grow in, you have to do maybe some research in some personal development in. And so hopefully I can kind of give you some of my learnings of personal development and my coaching development that I've learned to have these hard conversations. Um, I used to go into them more emotional, like fired up, like, I can't believe she said, what did he say to me? Oh, he must not know. <laughs> like that, that y'all know what I'm talking about. Who else can relate to that? I know some of my listening is like, yes, girl, I get you. So that does nothing. That does nothing because you're not really ready to receive the information from the other person. Um, it doesn't do anything for your energy um, because you're not going to be able to resolve anything that way. So um, the first thing is how to have these hard conversations is you got to go to that person. Um, just recently, I had a situation where I'm like, I wish this person would have just came to me with their issue about me because then it could have been resolved much faster instead of like in a in a situation where there's other people involved and, and I feel some animosity and tension and I'm, I could pick up on energy really well. I have really good intuition and I'm like, whoa, something's off here. So the first thing you want to do is you don't want to go run to other people and like, can you believe that? Da, 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 da? Can you da, 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 da? like all the drama, right? You want to go straight to that person and go ahead and have that conversation. Like, let's sit down. Let's meet face to face if we can. If we can't, let's get on the phone. Let's get on a FaceTime. Let's get on a Zoom and let's talk it out. Like, let's text. No, like put that out the window. You're not going to be able to hash this out through text. That like hardly ever works because... They're already, the reason why you're having to have a hard conversation is because there is already more than likely some type of miscommunication or some type of misunderstanding. And it's not going to be cleared up through text because we all know 
when you text somebody, there's still probably going to be some miscommunication, some mis uh, uh, like reading, you're not gonna understand the tone, all of that, right? So don't text, get on the phone, face to face, COVID safety, blah, blah, blah. Y'all get the point, right? And then I want you to be ready and willing to listen. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. As much as I like to talk, when I have hard conversations, I love to let the other person do most of the talking and me to be doing most of the listening and reflecting so I can understand what went wrong. So I can understand, is this anger that they're feeling? Is it hurt that they're feeling? Is it... um you know, like just, I need to know where they're coming from. So more than them understanding where I'm coming from, I, the, it used to be the other way around, right? And so I did some growing. I used to be like, I need you to hear me. <laughs> now I'm like, I need to hear you. Like, what is going on? What's your problem? Tell me about it. Let's fix it if we can fix it, right? And then I want you to be genuine. If you're mad, tell them you're mad. If you are upset, tell them you're upset. If you are um, feeling attacked, tell them you feel attacked. If you, you know, feel like um, they're not listening to you, like tell them you have got to be authentic. You've got to be honest. You've got to be genuine. And that's the only way to actually resolve the situation. A lot of people like to, like I said, beat around the bush or not be just straightforward. They kind of want other person to gather some inference. No, we don't got time for that. That clap had to happen. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Be direct, be genuine, and be honest about your feelings, but do it with love, okay? I always say that I am a very honest and direct person, but I'm not rude. I, well, I try not to be rude. I know that can, again, be somebody's perception or um, or perspective. Um, I try to do it with love, right? And my opinion is my opinion. It's not me, Julia keeps it real, is my version of real, my opinion, my thoughts. That does not mean it is the end all be all. That does not mean that you have to agree with everything. That means it's just mine. And I will listen to you and listen to your realness and your genuine thoughts and your opinions and they're yours. Like that's what's beautiful about the world. So be honest, but with love, okay? So like I mentioned with perspective and perception, it's often not the same. You more than likely were raised in a different household, right, than this person. You have different views. You have different um, uh, norms or morals or just life perspective and experiences that the other person may not have had, right? And you can even be in the same home, same home and have those same cultures and, and um upbringings and views but you still have different experiences because you're still different people and you still see things from a different lens so it is very very much important to remember that a lot of times when you're having these hard conversations it is how that person perceived the information that you said or did or whatever it is their perception of how it came across so understand that it may not be reality, but it was how they perceived it or that was that their perception. And so if you think about that, when you go in the hard conversation, you're like, oh, like I didn't. When I said, like, oh, I'm trying to give you an example. Um, when I said, like, I need you to be on time because people are, are relying on you to be here on time. No one can watch your kids all the time. That wasn't, the perception was, oh, I'm not doing my job. Let's say that's the example. Oh, I'm not doing my job. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you do a great job at your job. You show, you know, you do this for your kids, blah, 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 blah. But in this aspect of being late, I need you to show up on time because it's a domino effect and you're asking other people to be on time and to take care of your kids. 
but then you're not being the responsible one, right? Everyone has to do their part. So the point in that example is, and I'm just coming up on the fly. I wish I had a better, better example. The point of that example is that's how that person perceived that, right? That like, oh, I'm not doing my job. I'm, I'm, I'm not a great teacher or whatever. But in reality, it's just, no, I just need you to show up on time. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, not trying to say you're not doing your job. I just need you to ride to work, right? So having that hard conversation and, and seeing them and their perspective on that, you're like, oh, that's totally not what I meant, right? So there's that. Oftentimes, there is a miscommunication. So how you might have meant to communicate something, maybe it didn't go over the way that they thought it would you know, the way they took it, right? Especially in text or emails, things of that nature. Um, so keep that in mind. I usually address, excuse me, I usually address most hard conversations knowing more than likely this is a miscommunication, a misunderstanding or our, percept, our uh, perspective or perceptions off a little bit on something. Um, but I always think about people's intention, because when I think about people's attention, it helps me have these hard conversations a lot easier. Because now I know, like, she didn't mean to hurt my feelings. Like, because, because she went on and had a whole different life without me and doesn't even care to check in on me, doesn't want to hang out. I try to hang out with her multiple times. She doesn't care anymore. She doesn't mean to hurt me. Her intentions aren't to, I need to hurt Julia. It's just, she's in a different stage of her life. Or we just are in different chapters or our, our, our personalities are different or maybe I evolved and I'm not the same person anymore, right? So when you think about people's intentions, he didn't mean to hurt me when he said those things. He was trying to just be honest with his feelings. But I felt hurt by that, right? But he, his intentions were not bad. So it's you are able to move forward. Because that's the thing about a hard conversation. We don't want to have them because we're like, oh, that feeling. But it allows you when you're honest and you listen and you're reflective and you think about the perceptions and you think about this could possibly just be a miscommunication. Or maybe it's not a misunder miscommunication. Maybe you heard them loud and clear. Like there's that just happened recently. Like I heard you loud and clear. But the in uh the intentions were not to harm me the intentions were not to hurt me the intentions were not to make me mad or angry so when you think about that that i think helps mend the relationship okay so i, I recently another conversation i feel like oh, i don't really have to have hard conversations a lot in life but i guess there's just been a few uh recently um but when i was approaching this person I was like, I don't think her intentions were to be like, come off kind of like snappy. So let me just go and like figure out what's, what the issue is, right? And the same situation, like she didn't, like I didn't realize that the way I came across was snappy. So again, it's that whole like check people's intentions, okay? So the last couple things I have is how do you want it to end? Do, do you want there to be a good ending? Do you want there to be closure and y'all move on and you go your separate ways? Do you want it to be a resolution so you can move forward and mend things and be stronger and better because of it? What solution are you looking for? That is super, super important to think about before you get into that hard conversation because that's going to kind of um, direct the conversation. Do Because to me, if I just want closure... I don't have to have, we don't have to come to an understanding. We don't have to come to agreement. I said what I said. You said what you said. Um, I can respectfully disagree and I wish you the best. 
And that's kind of how that conversation is going to go, right? Like, bye. <laughs> but I don't want that bad blood. I don't want that bad tension. I don't like to end. Literally, like, it's one of my fears. Like, I hate having bad, um, like, bad energy from a situation or just tension with somebody. Even if it's over, I don't like that because I just feel like it's not good energy. So, um you might need to have closure with somebody and have a good conversation just to be able to have that closure, if that makes sense. That's kind of what I was trying to get at with that. Or this hard conversation might be because you are trying to resolve something. You are trying to move forward. You are trying to make the situation better. And if that's the case, then you really do need to come to an understanding of some sort. Like you need to probably be like, I'm sorry for saying this. I'm sorry if I hurt you I'm, or I'm sorry for hurting you. Um, I'm sorry for making you mad. I'm sorry that I upset you. Aren't you? Like, are you sorry whenever you do those things? Even if I'm not sorry for what I said, because I meant it. Oh, this is a good one. This happened like almost, I don't know, sometime last year. I don't regret what I said to this person because I still wholeheartedly believe in my truth that they shouldn't have done what they did. And I called them out on it and they didn't like it like at all. Like, like, ooh, did not like it at all. But my intentions were not to hurt that person. So I am sorry that I upset you. I can apologize for that. I'm not sorry that I said what I said. I can maybe, you know, maybe you said it, but maybe your your tone or your delivery was off. You can apologize for that. I don't know a, a conversation where I'm having a hard conversation with somebody and I don't apologize for some part in that. You have some part in that, whether it's the tone, the delivery, the message, what you said, how you said it. Um... Or how you made them feel, you have some part in that just as much as they do. So make sure you own it, like own your part in that hard conversation. That's the only way you're gonna be able to move forward. Um, all right, so that's it, y'all. But basically, like play it out, like play out how you think that conversation is gonna go. Take some deep bre deep breaths, like before you get on the phone and call, before you walk out in the car, pray, girl, pray, <laughs> pray about the conversation before you have them. Um, be open-minded, be ready to listen, own your part, and just do it. Just do the hard conversation. You're going to be thankful you did it. You're going to grow every time you have these hard conversations. Sometimes I'm like, man, I am good at this. Like, I took the high road. Like, I, I get so excited for myself because I've seen my growth through the years. I'm like, oh, I didn't lose my cool. Oh, I listened. I didn't, I didn't like, try to interject. Oh my God, like, Julia, you are improving, sis. You know what I mean? Like, you will feel that way the more you stop trying to dodge and avoid these hard conversations and let them, you know, eat you inside. Have the hard conversations. You can do this. Use these notes, and I hope um, they are helpful for you. I'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye.